All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakened Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, it is my greatest wish, desire, and intention to share these wonderful speakers and guests who join me on a regular basis, two or three times a week, and they come and share their wisdom, their teachings, their experiences, their processes, their channelings, their connection with spirit, so that we all can sometimes have a different perspective, open up our consciousness, uh, expand our awareness as well, and really thrive in our lives. That's why we are here to thrive, not just to learn, but uh, yes, lots of lessons to learn as well, but to thrive and have joy in this embodiment. And so if you are new to my show, if you're new to my YouTube channel, please do subscribe so that you can watch all the live and on-demand shows that are here for you. And today, my good friend Teresa V is back with us. And today, we are going to be talking about embracing your gifts. And so, some of what we're going to discuss today is um, how to find and connect with your gifts and why you might have been disconnected in the first place, making the space for grace and allowing ourselves to shift and grow, the three fears that keep us from fully embracing our natural gifts, the special time we are in, and how much support we have, even by realms that are notorious for, for avoiding humans, the five steps of embracing our gifts and how we can keep expanding on them, the superpowers that lead us right to our purpose, and of course, so much more. And for those of you who do not know Teresa, she's been with us, oh my goodness, so many times. We love having her here on the show with us. We always I always have so many ahas when she comes on the show and talks to us. And of course, her connection to the angels is um, really, in, uh, she's so connected and she's so to the point. And they always give such wonderful, valuable information and processes uh, for everyone, right? So please do be able to like receive the wisdom. And if there's any processes that come through, receive the processes too. So Teresa, <clears throat> like I said, for those of you who do not know her, she helps spiritually led empathetic people increase their vibrancy, health and wellness so they can have more energy and feel more alive on purpose and fulfilled. She teaches tangible tools to break free of cycles of overwhelm and overgiving so that people can get back into the flow of the synchronicities and miracles that are their birthright, heal into the magic of their divine perfection and live their purpose for being here. Teresa is a channel of love and leader of spiritual uh, revolution. Um, reaching over a million people through her speaking engagements, workshops, readings, and sessions. In addition to her extensive spiritual training, she's also a certified and well-credentialed holistic health and wellness professional and Ayurvedic health counselor. So she is multi-talented for sure. So I'm so glad that you're here with us, Teresa, and I'm so excited for our conversation today. So please join me, everyone, in welcoming Teresa back to the show. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me, Alara. I've so been looking forward to this. <laughs> oh, me too. I feel like it's been so long since we've had a conversation. And I, I always know. love your energy and um, your wisdom that comes through. Uh, and of course, the angels presence here on the show. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here. So thank you. <clears throat> I'm so happy to be here. It's like it just feel it always feels like the perfect time when we gather. And so I love that that is the case. Yes, absolutely. I, I think we were supposed to get together last week. But, you know, things happened. Um, and so <laughs> it's this week. But you know what? Everything is always happening in divine perfect timing. Absolutely. So, 
go with the flow, right? <laughs> Absolutely. That's that's actually something that connects to today's topic perfectly because, you know, that's something that we always push ourselves on. Like we should be further along our process. We should be doing X, Y, Z instead of what we are doing. And it's all divinely perfect timing. So, so I love that we're starting with that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it kind of takes yeah. the pressure off when you realize and like really know that it's everything that happens is perfect and everything that is happening in the future is also in divine timing and is perfect. And so we don't have to constantly push ourselves. That's a message for me constantly mm. push ourselves to the point of exhaustion, you know, especially. So um, today we're talking about our gifts, embracing our gifts. And I know a lot of people always have this question about about their gifts, right? Not being connected to their gifts, not knowing what gifts they even have, et cetera. Or some people uh, would like to know how they can strengthen their gifts, right? So yeah. um, so let's, let's talk about it because there's so much in this conversation today that um, is important and relevant. And I know we're gonna have lots of questions. So if you do have a question for Teresa, you can raise your hand or you can type your question into the chat. So, um, let's start with, you know, how to find and connect with your gifts, because like I said, a lot of people have that question. And sometimes it is true that we do feel disconnected, yeah. even though like, you know, there might be times where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm totally in the flow. I'm receiving messages. I'm feeling the presence. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's silent. There's crickets. Yeah. What's going on? Right. Yeah. Well, there's, I mean, there's a bunch of reasons that could be happening, but one of the things that I find in our community is actually what you just shared about how you push yourself to the point of exhaustion sometimes. And we all do that. And one of the things that happens is when we get so wrapped up in all that everyone else wants and needs in all that we feel we need to be and how we need to show up for everyone else, we start becoming everything to everyone right? So we know that for, for my dad, I have to show up this way for my job. I have to show up this way. Like there's all these little pieces of us that we pick and choose and show. And then the pieces we're missing, we figure out how to adopt them. And, and so this is one of the ways that we lose our connection to who we truly are in the first place. What our natural gifts are is that we start adapting to situations and to what other people need. We start doing this like morph dance in the world and showing what's appropriate in certain situations. And, and that's part of what disconnects us in the first place, but there are more, there are more things than that. And I think that's actually a really good place for us to kind of start this conversation is like, why do we kind of disconnect in, in the first place, you know? And I think that um, when we look at overwhelm, like a lot of times we have this fear, we're constantly overwhelmed, we're really tired. If I am more of who I truly am, if I'm showing myself, if I am radiating this life, people are going to find me and I already have more on my plate than I can deal with. So let me kind of keep that in, rein it in, keep it small so people can't find me. Then there's another piece that's sort of like sometime in childhood, this usually happens. And, and we have this fear about shining. You know, we shine ourselves in childhood and we learn from those around us this is not appropriate. Can you please tone it down? You're too this, you're too sensitive, you're too vibrant, you're too loud, like whatever the case is. And then we shut that part of ourselves down or we learn to tone it down and to mute it and that it's not acceptable. So that's another piece that disconnects us from who we naturally are. And then we also have this fear that if we step into 
who we are, what we're supposed to be doing at a deeper level, that we've had this experience in the past when we up level, we lose people in our lives and we go through like this lonely place. And a lot of us are, are feeling a little bit lonely in the first place or a little bit disconnected from the community that we really want. And so the fear of stepping more fully into those gifts that we have and that we want and that we know are there is that I'll be even lonelier than I am now. No one will be around. I'll be sitting here all by myself. And I don't know if that connection is enough for me, you know? And, and so there are those layers and what happens instead is when we do shine our light, when we do step into who we are, that frequency radiates and people do find us and the right people find us and the people who who kind of vibrate on that level find us. And that's what's been causing the disconnect in the past is that we're not vibrating on the level of who we truly are, not embracing our gifts. And so we're putting out this wonky energy that's attracting people who are like almost the people we want to hang out with, but then not really, or relationships that are almost there, but not really. So that's a big piece of the disconnection. So our fears really keep us from connecting. And what we really want is on the very other side of that connection. Like as soon as we embrace ourselves, as soon as we embrace our gifts, everything we've been asking for, everything we've been praying for, desired is on the other side of that. And that's the big irony <laughs> of this of this life, really, you know. Um, so, so I kind of think it's important to talk about why we disconnect in the first place before we even talk about how we do connect because correcting some of those things and making slight changes can actually help to connect us in ways we didn't even think of. Is this making sense, Laura? Oh, absolutely. And I'm, and like you touched on so many key points that, you know, I've experienced myself, right? Like I, everybody knows I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I don't have time to take on other things right now. Right. So I don't really want to, so I'm not putting myself out there. I'm not, doing extra stuff because I don't have the time. I physically don't have the time or, or the mental energy. Right. So yeah. I totally get that. So then part of me is like, yeah, I just, I just need to cocoon for a little while so I can get all this stuff done. And then after that, when I'm, you know, freer in my time, yes, absolutely. Right. But yeah. can that also be like, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm, thinking like radical self-love, you know, that's what I'm really feeling is when you are embracing who you are and your mission and what you're here to do. There are times when you are going to need to step back, take a break, do the cocoon, really let yourself reset, realign and adjust. You know, we were just talking about this before we connected. I'm in that phase now, like I've taken the summer off to do just that, to realign, to reconnect, to explore who am I now? How does this work come through me now? You know, and that is radical self-love and radical self-acceptance. And that is so necessary to us truly embracing everything that we desire, all that is true within us, who we truly are, right? The self-care piece of this is, is so important because if we continuously run ourselves ragged, trying to be everything to everyone and not restocking our energy, then we can be nothing to no one, including ourselves, right? We have to be that to ourselves first before we can be it to other people in the world. So if we're going to be loving other people, showing them the path 
to connect with the deepest parts of themselves, then we have to be able to do that ourselves. And what that means is loving ourselves implicitly. Is that what you were thinking? Like, couldn't that just Absolutely. be so Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and it is, but people don't want to hear that. I'll be honest. People don't want to hear you have to love yourself. You know, you have to take care of yourself. People don't want to hear that anymore. They're like, I, I don't want to take care of myself. I, I want to get out there. I want clients. I want my right. business to be like this. I want this. I want this. And that. what, but none of that's going to happen if you are depleted. Well, part of it right? is that we've beaten the term self-care to death, you know, yeah. in, in every, every arena of holistics. Um, yeah. So, so we're at a point where we're so tired of hearing it. And actually the way we function in communities like this is we're so giving that we give so much that when it's time for us to do our practices that replenish us, it's actually taking energy from us because there are so many of them and we're not letting go of the ones that no longer serve us. Right. So, so if, Today, I'm feeling really tired. And normally I journal, meditate, do yoga and take a long walk, right? Those are my normal self-care practices, but I'm so tired today. And I force myself to do all of those things. I start to have a resentment towards those things because they're just taking energy from me now. They're not sourcing me the way I need them to. So that's also, hey, are your self-care practices having a negative impact on you? Are you resisting them? Are you feeling they need to shift and change? Because as you grow, shift and change, you will outgrow some of these things. And you have to be willing to let them go with love and embrace what would serve you more in this new energy that you are stepping into, you know, and it's not just, oh, this doesn't work for me anymore. Oh, I've outgrown it, you know, not the ego thing. It's Mm -hmm. thank you so much. I so appreciate all that you've given me and it's time to let you go. You can serve someone else and maybe I can even show other people how to do this, but I need something new, you know? And what I love about our gifts is they're hidden in plain sight, right? So if you talk to people who know you best, and I'm talking about friends, people you trust, you know, not the people that you may have incarnated with in your family who have their specific view of you, you know, like your mother, your child, your aunt, like, you know, you are that to those people and you can be nothing more. Um, You go to people who you truly trust and ask them, Hey, you know, if you had to give me three great qualities about me, what would they be? What would three adjectives be that are positive about me? And what you'll start to see is overlap where people say the same things. That's your gift. It's right there. It's something that's so natural to you that you don't even see it because it's so much a part of you that you assume it's part of everybody, but it's not right. It's been there since the beginning. It's the thing that people see in you instantaneously that you don't even see in yourself anymore. And so that's really important. And, and it's important for us to kind of explore those things. And that's how we find them is by having others mirror that back to us. Or, you know, if you don't have those people in your lives, there are a lot of personality assessments that you can do. And, you know, those things can be super cheesy, but they can also be really enlightening and, and show you a mirror and, and also just open something within you that makes you understand yourself through a different lens than you've ever looked at yourself through before. And it's, you know, there are a lot of things that we can play with. And that's, I think what a lot of this is playing into who we've always been and how that expresses now. It's making sense. Absolutely. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. And oh my goodness, it's so relevant right now. It's like, you're right. We don't see what our gifts are ourselves. We, and we can't because we have our own blinders on, right? 
So we can't see our own gifts, but only through other people can we see. And then it's like, are we going to accept it? <laughs> That's the next thing. Because I know yeah. if somebody were to say something to me about any of my, I'd be like, no, <laughs> you know, like I, you know, I'm, I'm not always a good receiver. So, so it's like, yeah, no, whatever, you know, they're just saying that, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, you know, deep inside as well, what they are, if you're willing to look. If you're willing to go within, if, if you're willing to take that time and be truly honest with yourself and see yourself from the lens of no judgment, right? And just pure, pure observation and just looking. Um, you will that's why I sometimes get a little frustrated when people say, well, I don't know what my gifts are. Can you tell me? It's like <laughs> um, no, because you know, you you probably know and you just haven't looked within you haven't asked yourself and sometimes I mean I know for myself I didn't always know what my gifts were but they came more and more online once I started using one of the gifts right and then as I as I continued using that one gift more and more opened up right so then yeah you know my my gifts expanded and blah 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 etc but the thing is I you know if, if you would have asked me 10 years ago I was like I mean, I don't know. I, I know I'm a healer of sword, you know, I kind of like working with energy, but I don't know. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But that was 10 years ago. Right. right. So I, I think if you can talk a little bit about that, that would be great for people to hear because it's so important for people to do whatever they like, enjoy, etc. first, and do that for a while and see how the other gifts start to come online, start to open up. That's what that was my experience anyways. That's true. And, and, you know, a lot of times like people with their psychic abilities, as they start to open up, right, you start to like do all these things in your life, all these practices and your abilities start to open up. And we have that one that we want, right. And yeah. most, for most people that I know it's, they want to be able to see, like, exactly. I want to be able to see angels. I want to be able to see energy. Right. But maybe that's not your predominant gift. Maybe your predominant gift is just intuitively knowing what someone needs, or maybe it's hearing, maybe you hear messages, right? And yeah, you can still want that other one, but when you lean into what's available to you now and embrace it and really start working on it and get to a place where you trust it, I always say trust it like 90% the other ones start opening because you're in trust. You trust yourself implicitly. Like you were saying with working with energy, you know, when you start to be in session with people and you trust the guidance that's coming through because you have seen over time, the impact that it has on your energy sessions, then you can lean into that guidance more and more and more can open up because your system, your higher self and your guides know that you're going to trust these messages mm -hmm. more than you would have had you not had that experience before. So that's what I always say. If you want a gift that's not inherent to you, just lean into the one that is and they'll start to open up and, and the path will open before you. You know, I started with energy healing also. And then in those sessions, I started communicating with the angels. They started communicating with me, showing me what needed doing. And then I started to trust them. And then they started taking it outside of sessions, right? And so this is kind of how things just evolve naturally when you really lean into what's there and what's being presented. And, you know, we, it's interesting because what I see we also do sometimes is not only, um, not only kind of want what's not ours innately, but we also sort of 
look at the people who are doing it already and then model ourselves after them Mm -hmm. and say, okay, they do X, Y, and Z. They dress like this. They wear their hair like this. I'm going to do that. And we do that. And in that, in that case, what we're doing is like sort of embodying someone else's vibe instead of saying, okay, like, how can I do this my way? And that's what the universe wants that. That's what our higher self wants. Our angels want that. How can we do this my way? And what can I embrace here? How can I use them as a role model, but still like, how does it fit in my life? How do I embrace myself in this whole practice? And it's really through playing, you know, it's really playing through the process of getting to know your gifts and getting to trust them. And, you know, also like when I started communicating with the angels, they would like move things around my, my apartment and, and, you know, it would be like, okay, where did you put it? And it would, it would be, um, they don't normally do that, which is funny, but it would be like, okay, I had to feel where they put it and I would find it. And they would like, give me little tests like that, you know, and it was really interesting just to see how much they really wanted this communication so that they would, they would do this with and for me. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. I love that. And, you know, if, if all else fails, ask, you know, it's like, you know, I think, um, I don't know. I, I, it's like, it, for me now, it just seems so simple and easy. Um, but I just asked the angels to come in. I just asked my guides to come in. I just asked the energies to be present so that yeah. I could feel them and be, and be with them and allow them to be transmitted through me. So for me, it was a lot of allowance and just allowing whatever was going to flow through to flow through knowing that it was for the high, the client's highest good and taking my ego myself out of the way right completely out of the way like what going through that's what they require that's what you know that's that's what we're going to do and then um, <laughs> i used to picture i used to actually picture myself stepping to the side okay. when i would be in session energy session with people and if i am in energy session i still picture that and i allow i get out of the way and allow it to come through the one thing that's really a little bit tricky about humanity, though, is like you were saying before, Alara, if someone says something nice about me, I have a hard time accepting that. You know, if someone goes to pay the check at a restaurant, I have a hard time accepting that. So when we have a hard time accepting that, that just shows us how much we are still blocking the energy of abundance, the energy of being divinely supported from coming through. Because sometimes, a lot of times the divine acts through other people and gives to us through other people. And we have a hard time receiving that. We are having a hard time receiving the guidance that comes in other ways as well. So that's something just in our humanity that we get to work on over and over again on deeper and deeper levels and, and just continuously play with and to see where that's still affecting our lives and where it comes from, you know, and, and we've been doing a lot of generational work on this as well. So, so I love that you brought that up because it is something that still blocks us from embracing our gifts and from going as deep with them as we normally would or could. Yeah, absolutely. And so if you are finding this conversation so far resonating with you, then please start to receive the wisdom and 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 the energies um, from this conversation already, right? So um, I know we have lots of people with their hands raised, and we still have lots of stuff that we don't want to talk about. But I, I wanted I wanted to take some questions and then continue sure. the conversation as well because 
Um, we're it's it's all about flow here today and I just do want to say that what I what I am seeing Archangel Raphael is showing me that he is standing behind everyone here and and there are pieces of what's coming up today that are resonating whether it be because of our conversation or because of things that are happening in our lives and so he's actually standing there and if you say yes with your heart he would love to help you heal and pull those things through your system and out so that you can go deeper into your gifts, into who you are now and into the acceptance of the health of your angelic realm of your higher self and of divinity. Um, so all you have to do is say yes with your heart and Archangel Raphael is standing, standing there. He's standing by and, and will help you do that. And then integrate new energy, new higher vibration energy to replace whatever is coming from your system. Awesome. Sounds good. So just say yes, yes, yes. Um, so we're going to go to, uh, I lost Arunima. I, I don't know where she went, but uh, so we're going to go to Sarah. Sarah, you want to unmute yourself? Maybe no, maybe yes. Maybe, maybe she's like, what already? So soon I wasn't expecting that. If not, we'll go to Bonnie. Bonnie, you want to unmute yourself? I'm glad you were able to find the raise hand button, Bonnie. Um, Teresa, are you still there? I am here. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, because it's like, what's going on here? Bonnie, we can't hear you. Can you talk? Are you talking? I would check your um, connection for your microphone. but we can't, we can't hear you. I do see that Bonnie was unmuted. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go to the next person until we get it all to figure out. Colleen, you want to unmute yourself? <laughs> Hi there. Can you hear me? Hi, Colleen. Yes. Yes. yes we can Hi, hear guys. You. Awesome. Thank you. Um, let's see. So I've been working on a body of kind of knowledge regarding taking our power back from money for probably 25 years. And so I've done a lot of processing work, a lot of surrendering, a lot of channeling in order to bring this kind of through to myself. And now I'm at the point I retired a couple of years ago, but I feel I'm feeling exhausted and I let it go this summer. I mean, I've, I've let it go various times, but I let it go this summer. And now I'm at the back to the point where I'm beginning to question, you know, why aren't I able to ground any of this and actually get something published or finish writing a book? I've written one rough draft of a manuscript, but I know that the message, it's changing. So I'm just open to anything the angels may have to share or Teresa or Alara. I'm I'm just really open and welcome any insights or hits that come come through. Oh, how beautiful. First of all, congratulations on all you've accomplished. That's a lot of work you. that you've put in. And also congratulations from separating from it for the summer, because a lot of times, not only do we need breathing room, but the work that we're putting out into the world also needs breathing room from us so that it can integrate, shift, grow, change. And what I feel like is you're both coming back to each other now. Um, with a fresh perspective, even if maybe it's not immediately 
there for you, you know, but I feel like as you spend time together, it's like, there's been this piece that hasn't been fully formed yet because the energy of the planet was not ready for it. And so now there's, it's about separating from power, but it's also about integrating, integrating your own power around all of this. And I I do feel like there's something that's just ready. It's right there. And I I just see you and your work clashing into each other. And it's like fireworks. Like it's, it's going to show you, you're going to show it. You're going to work together to create this. It's this little bitty piece that just needed to be added because of the time we're in now. That's what I'm seeing. And it's really funny that everyone else had sort of tech issues because as soon as she said, we're gonna take some questions, the angels were pointing right to you. So they were like, you first. Um, so, you know, that's that's kind of the way it works. Um, but I do feel, I do feel that there may be a little bit of a shift and change in the message of your work based on what we've been living in the past several years around power and coming to peace with it and coming into harmony. And I don't feel like your whole body of work is going to change. I just feel like there's a different way of saying a couple of things and there's a piece that's integrating and then it's ready to go. Does that make sense? Does this feel good, true at all to you? It it feels um, refreshing to my heart. Yeah. yeah. So it feels good. I'm not clear. I'm not totally clear about what that piece is, but that's okay. I'm willing to yeah. sit with it. So, so thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, thank you. And, you know, if I feel like talk to the work also, like whatever would be, um, whatever be a representation of the work, whether it's the stack of manuscript or whatever, and just say, what do you need to show me? Okay. You know, say to your higher self, what do you need to show me? Your angelic team, whatever resonates for you, whoever's your helper. What do you need to show me? What does the world need now? How can I serve? How can this work serve? And let it show you. And your work is also going to ask you, what do you need from me? What needs to come through me? And just sit in dialogue with it as if you, you know, you can't even pour yourself both a cup of tea and just sit there and have tea together. Like whatever it is, let it be fun because I feel a lightness around the work like it it feels like before it was very serious very good and and um I don't want to say heavy in a negative way but it's it's like the the power it's heavy and I feel like there's light coming towards all of that stuff so it will integrate for people better cool does that make sense yes I I've I've certainly done the conversations with my own body I never thought about it about doing it with the work that's Mm -hmm. awesome yeah very cool thank you love it I can't wait. Please share when, you know, when you're through with it, when it's out into the world, I cannot wait. I would love to, that would be a huge blessing to do that. So thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Colleen. Yay. Uh, Can can you talk now? (laughs) Nope. I can't can't hear you. I can't hear you, Bonnie. Weird. She's going to write it. (laughs) Yeah. Write it in the chat. Good to see you though. (laughs) All right, we're going to go to Arunima. You're back. Maybe you got kicked off before, but you're back now. Yeah. Hi. Can you see me? We can't see you, but we can hear you. Oh, I don't know. My thing got disconnected. Just suddenly just went off. So weird. 
Um, yes. So my uh, thing is that um, so far, whatever, whatever Teresa has said, actually everything is that's what has happened with me. I overgave, overdid, overloved, and all of them. I'm extremely depleted, and so much so since the last since February, I have not worked. And my thyroid went down. Now I'm struggling to get back my energy. I'm about to start a new job. Hopefully everything goes clear. Um, but I'm, a, I'm, I also am a Reiki master. Mm-hmm. But I have not had that uh, the drive to go after that and establish a business or whatever. So I'm not hundred percent sure what my gifts are, and how how ex. How do I overcome this body ache pain and so much of all these obstacles coming in my way really get on thriving and actually be actually prosper because my desire is to help many people. The other main thing I would mention is that I see lots and lots of repeated number, 10, 10, 2, 2, 2, 12, 12, 1, 1, 1. My date of birth is basically 11, 11. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of numbers and I'm, I have st- started noting what it, each number means. Um, but I feel like I don't have any physical support of anyone. I'm basically divorced and my kids are far away. Um, I am, I feel I'm exhausted. I'm trying not to struggle, but that's what the feelings have been. Both okay, body let's, let's, let's see, you've shared a lot. So there's a lot okay, sorry about that. To, to work with. Okay. There's so much beauty in this question because the things you're experiencing are like pointing you right to your gifts, right? It's, it's so interesting how that happens. The things that affect us in this world, the things that feel like they punch us in the gut, the places where we are feeling depleted, that shows us exactly where our gifts are part of what we're here to help people through. And if you're feeling super depleted, of course, you're not going to want to like see clients for Reiki or teach people how to do it because you don't have the energy to hold that right now, you know? And, and so I would say, if you asked the people around you, what your gifts are, it would look something like deep compassion, Mm -hmm. deep love, and that you would give anyone the shirt off your back if they needed it. Right. That's kind of what I would guess are the three of the things people would say about you. So now my friend, it is time for you to look at where you might need some boundaries in your life around that. Like, how can I wake up in the morning and go through my day and still have, I'm going to give you a challenge, 35% of my energy left when I go to bed at night instead of minus 20%. Okay, because you give to the point of I have nothing left and then I still give more, even if it's just you giving your own energy to your children, right? You like holding them with your solar plexus because you want them to do well or or whatever the case may be. The interesting thing, the first thing that Archangel Raphael said to me is, so I hear what you want is to plant the seeds because we're in the new moon energy still right now, right? So you want to plant these seeds for what you want in your life. And one of the things I hear is you want to help people, you want to serve them. And the fact that you got booted right before you you got to share this, I would ask you if you are open to meditating into or to playing into 
what is it that you have that's resistance around this? Like, where is the resistance around this? And, and I'll bet you that you come up with whatever it is, but also on the list is going to be, I don't have the energy, right? I just don't have the energy. Um, so, so all of these things are coming up. So really being tight with your energetic boundaries and playing with what does that mean? How can I still have 35% of my energy left when I go to bed at night? So even if you're waking up with only 50% of your normal energy, then doing the math from there. Um, and then there are so many things with thyroid that can help, but I can show, cause we all, there's not probably anyone on this call who has a thyroid that's working at hundred percent just because of the earth and the way we eat. Um, but what I can show you is a way that you can tone your thyroid and you kind of activate your body's natural healing wisdom. So Laura, is it okay if we show that? Please. Okay. So what you do is you start by taking your chin to your chest very gently and you take an inhalation and with the exhalation, what you're going to say, you're going to say Hari Om, but with the exhalation, you're going to come up Hari, raising your chin to the ceiling, Om, bringing the chin back down to the chest. Okay. And then you inhale here. And with the exhalation, you do it again. And what that does is it tones your thyroid. It vibrates the thyroid. It activates your body's natural intuition for healing itself. It clears energy in the throat. Um, if Pariom doesn't work for someone on this call, you could use something that works for you. You could use Alleluia, you could use I love, you could use whatever it is that would work for you. Um, but that is one way. So I would do that in the morning. Like, let's say you get out of bed, you'd have a little sip of water. I would do that three times and start with three times, maybe take it up to five if you're finding that it's working for you. Does that feel like something you could do? Yeah, absolutely. I am a yoga instructor too. I had to stop doing yoga because I was so exhausted. Yeah. So, but I'll, I can do this. I can do that. Hariyom, yes. Thank you so much. I love it. Your thyroid is going to love it. And it's going to give you, make sure that if you want to meditate afterwards, you do have the time and space to do that. Cause a lot of times this will put you into a meditative state. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Thank you, Irenema. Thank you so I much. I did that right now, and I got this burst of heat, like so hot now, just from that two times of doing it. Um, so definitely Thanks. something we can definitely play with. And just really quickly, Irenema, before you go, I know that, um, uh, yeah, yes. just really quickly, and no judgment at all. Yes. Um, but you have mentioned twice on, at least twice on two different calls that you have no support. I have said that in the past myself. And when I started to change that and recognize the support that was available, it was incredible how my life changed. So I'm just going to invite you to number one, don't say that you have no support, right? Okay. You, everybody has support of some sort. But sometimes we cannot see the support because we want it to look a certain way. Right. right? And so I had to do that for myself and realize that, you know what, <laughs> I am so supported that I just didn't see it because I wanted it to be a certain way. I wanted the support to come to me in a certain way. But then once I let that go and say, okay, I'm just willing to receive the support, however it shows up. Wow. 
right? So now I can never say that again. I am okay. so, so, so supported. Because I used to always say, spiritually, I'm so supported. But in the physical realm, I have no support, which is a, you know, not true at all, right? So please, yeah. you know, and I say this yes. to everybody, please stop saying that and start to just receive and appreciate and acknowledge the support that is there for you because we are all supported. Yeah. It's, you know what, even if you can't see the thing that you feel like you're lacking in your life, if you practice feeling it as if it were really there and go into gratitude for it, thank you so much for the abundant support I have from that place of really feeling it. Then your life totally changes because you've made space for it and you've opened the door to receiving it. And that goes to all of like, for all of us, for anything that we want more of in our life. Absolutely. Thank you, Lilara. Thank you, Teresa. You guys are awesome. Thank you. I will I will say I have support. I have support. I have support. Yeah. You are so supported. <laughs> I'm so supported. Thank awesome. you. Thank you, Arnima. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was, you know, from my own personal experience. So I know that for sure. Um, all right. So where were we now? We I wanted to definitely get the oh Sarah's back. <laughs> Sarah, we called on you earlier. You were not there, but now you're back. I was afraid that might have happened. I jumped up to do something. I said, I'd better get back to the computer. <laughs> they might have called on me. Thank you. Okay, so here's my question. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of gifts. And, of course, the grass is always greener, right? We always want more. We want it to look a certain way. Mm. So um, I do talk to the angels every morning at 11.11. I talk to those angels. I talk to, you know, um, the ascended masters. I talked to so many of my friends who've died in the last year and I don't feel like I hear anything back, but I just ask for guidance and I'm going to assume I'm getting the guidance that I'm just not hearing it a certain way. And, um, I'm going forward with some, um, music healing work. So I've been told for years that, you know, a lot more was going to open up. For me in terms of hearing and being able to do healing and all that jazz but i feel like right now i should just go with what is happening and know the angels are talking to me though i can't hear them and i would really love to yeah yeah so much so much richness there every time i talk to you i just see trees everywhere so like the trees are still <laughs> like all around you. And it's so beautiful to see um, and to experience. They're just so in support of you. And it's amazing. Um, Okay. So what I see for you is definitely, um, and I also, our last person also said that she saw repeated numbers. So that's always universe, your higher self, all the energy showing you that you're supported. So even in those moments where we don't necessarily feel supported or the communication, those numbers are showing us, hey, yes, you are, just trust, just trust. And for you, what I'm feeling is that when the information is needed, it will be there. So it's almost like, you know, we do all of our spiritual work and it's kind of easy for us to do it when we're not in crisis, right? But it's when we are in crisis that we most need it. And what I'm feeling for you is that you are doing all of this work and and making all of these connections so that in the moment, it doesn't have to be crisis, but in the moment when you need that inspiration, it can just come. It's just there. So, So it's like, you're making and establishing the connections and then you will just receive when the moment is right. And, and so just know that you're doing all of this and 
the support is so there for you. And I don't feel you as a healer. No, no, I'm sorry. I do feel you as a healer. I don't feel, feel you as a hearer um, per se, as, as much as I feel you as a feeler. Like it's, it's almost like, um, should I X or Y? Okay. Y feels good. So that's what I should do. Um, so, and I feel like that's the way some of this communication is happening for you. And so when you implicitly trust that, I feel like other ways open. And I do feel like you're working with the angels all the time and they're always there for you and, um, have been your whole life. So it's almost like sometimes there's an energy there that is just so recognizable that it doesn't seem like anything necessarily special because it's just always been there. Um, so if you do want to expand your communication, just ask, say, look, you know, I've, I've been working on my trust with the messages and knowing that they're there, I would love to start being able to hear or feel or whatever, um, on a deeper level so that we could, let's take this to the next level, right? It's kind of like you're having that conversation. Um, you're ready to take this to the next level. Cause I am so, you know, so that just feels like something that, that would be good to do right now. But I absolutely feel like when the information is needed, it will just come through and you'll receive it or you'll be speaking it and you'll be like, where did that come from? Does that make sense? Yes. yes. And and that happens a lot, especially in the middle of a wedding or something. It's like new information coming in for these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And, and I'm trusting that's true. I am a feeler and um, I do just get things pop in my head all the time. And I've been asking for that expansion, but I just figure it's not time or it's not my way. So I thought I would ask you about it. And thanks so much. I visited my favorite tree yesterday and it was my mm-hmm. birthday last week. And I went up to a giant redwood forest, which is what I seem to be doing every year now my birthday. So I'm hanging out with the trees. I can't say that I hear them either, but I just give them a full body hug. Somebody offered mm-hmm. me a bear yesterday and I said, no, no, I'm just here to hug the tree. I don't need to sit down. Nice. Thank you. Thank uh-huh. you. Thank you, Sarah. Alara. Um, Bonnie yeah. sent me her question. Is that something that we can do? Yeah. Um, but before that, I just wanted, if you can clarify for everybody, because I, I, I think people need to maybe just get clarity on what hearing really means. Hearing is not always a booming voice. It's not always hearing sound, you know, like in your ear. It's not always that. So can you just for everybody just to, so that they know what hearing really means? Yeah. So, so hearing is not always a booming voice, although sometimes it will be, but it will be, it will seem like it comes from inside of you as opposed to coming from outside of you. So if your neighbor is calling you over the fence, that sounds a certain way. If an angel is calling you, it'll seem like it comes from inside of you. Most of the time, there are exceptions to that rule. And most of the times those are either in a huge awakening or in a like a crisis as if you were about to die and it wasn't your time. So, you know, you might hear an actual voice then coming from outside of you. So, so you'll hear from inside. The, the other way that we sometimes can hear is having this high pitched frequency in one of our ears generally. Now pay attention. If you do have that high pitched frequency that happens in your ear, pay attention to which ear it is, because that is your hearing ear. And what's happening at that moment in time is you are receiving a download of information that you may not know what it is, but that information will open up inside of you and show itself as wisdom or as knowing at some point in time. So those are the two predominant ways that we do hear. 
um, in terms of our spiritual gifts. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Perfect. So Bonnie had a question for you. I'm so sorry, Bonnie, oh, yes. that we couldn't get you on, but at least you, Let's see. we have your question. Bonnie is saying, I am in shock and awe at being in an industry I never thought I would have to return to. And what is worse is that I'm under the most challenging management I've ever been under. I don't feel I will be here long, but not clear on why I am here. I know all happens in divine timing. I know all happens for me, but I truly would love some insight on how I ended up in such an extremely difficult position with this job. What am I here to learn and what might be new on the horizon? I am remote and totally isolated as well. Okay. Love this question um, because this is this is sort of we all go through this with manifesting what we want next. And in order to manifest clearly what we want next, sometimes we have to go back into old situations to clear stuff that we need to clear before we move into what's next or to get clear on what it is that we don't want in this next manifestation. And so um, in all fairness, I've known Bonnie's journey for a little while and where she's been. So I'm going to try to take this from like an omniscient perspective and, and not be in there. Um, what it feels like for you in this moment is that returning is helping you get clear on why you left in the first place. It's helping you get clear on what doesn't work for you so that you can get even clearer and move into the feeling of what does, of what you want. So, and also to get really clear that remote doesn't seem to work for you. So, so that's the first clarity I hear in here. And I, I also, the question of what am I here to learn is a question for you to meditate into. But I would say that what you're there to learn is absolutely what you don't want so that you can get clearer on what you do. And to also sever the cords that even though you felt you were done with that industry, there were still some sort of cords that were tying you into it and probably financial because it's probably been more ease filled for you to generate financial income from that place than some uncharted territory. So it's, it's about being willing to have those cords severed as well. I hope that makes sense. Please let us know if it does. And I would also hundred percent meditate into what, what am I here to learn? Um, and also I do, I just do want to say also, I feel like the management piece it's echoing other relationships in your life and other ways that you've interacted with people in the past that you're done with. So it's not just about management, it's about your whole life. So look at that. What is this? What's not working for me here? What have I outgrown and what do I need? Those are the questions to ask. Awesome. Thank you, Bonnie. <laughs> I'm glad you were able to get your answer. Um, we're going to go to Devin. You want to unmute yourself? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Devin. Hello. So this is my first time joining you. So I wasn't exactly sure what to expect today or what uh, we could ask, but uh, oh, um, I'm glad you're here. Uh, Welcome. Yeah, thank you. I've been kind of at this for a while, trying to figure out this whole spiritual rabbit hole that I threw myself in years back. <laughs> out of. I love it. <laughs> um, one of the things I've been trying to figure out is why. I haven't been able to move forward. The finance isn't happening. The abundance isn't happening. Um, and a lot I get is, well, there must be blockages that stopping that, either beliefs or what have you. So I've been trying to identify and remove those. Um, at the same time, I had had someone make a comment to learn your clear, focus on what your specialty is and get good at that. I'm like, okay, 
great idea. Don't know what that is, though. Um, and then your email came in saying, oh, identify and uh, learn learn your skills. So I go, OK, I'll bite. So I joined you today. And I'm curious maybe what kind of insight um, that I could get around that. Am I on the right path? Am I putting the energy into what I'm supposed to for you know, what I came here or am I just completely off the track and that's why it's not working out. And it's like, dude, you got to go somewhere else. <laughs> it, it, it's tough not knowing that. <laughs> I love this because I love what happens when we do immerse ourselves into spirituality and it is a rabbit hole because there's so much. And all of a sudden it's like, you remember that game, hungry, hungry hippos. It's just like, mm -hmm. I want it all, you know, <laughs> give me, give me. Um, and it's, I love the place you're in now because I feel your energy is so open. I feel the love exuding from you you know, you're just in such a good place with that. And I will share with you that the one place every human being, no matter how spiritual they are, has hangups is finances. And it's because we constantly are separating the energy of finance and money from all the other energies that we know how to clear. It's like, okay, we know how to deal with all this energy. And then here's the money pile because we are so reluctant to lump that in because you know there's there's so much stuff around it so for you in particular what i'm feeling is this is a very generational learning for you around security and um finance and making sure did you have a grandfather it feels like who was very concerned about making sure the family was secure and like maybe even hiding money in mattresses or something like that Oh, I'm not sure. I was never really involved in financial conversations to that level when I was younger. So okay. I don't know. Um, I do know, you know, coming from a farming family, there wasn't a lot of money. I know there, I've identified a lot of the money uh, beliefs around that. Uh, so I have identified a bunch that's in with the family, but either there's more to go or that's not exactly where my uh, issues were. <laughs> Yeah, no, I definitely see this as generational. And there are so many of the qualities that have come down through the genetic line that are beautiful qualities that have come to you. And this is not one of them. You know, it, it definitely served a purpose, the scarcity mindset, like what if, you know, what if we have a bad crop? What if this goes wrong? What if this goes wrong? Um, and making sure everything was okay. And it feels like the way it was handed down it's beautiful because it caused the family to survive. It allowed you to get here, right? Beautiful thing. It worked then. It's not working now for the energy you're in, for the energy that the world is in. So what it feels like is if you simply in a meditative or a prayerful state, just give gratitude for all of the stuff around finance that has come to you to make sure that you got here and that your family was secure and then just ask your angels or your guides or whatever feels true to you to help you release that which is no longer serving right now and integrate a new pattern that would serve at a higher level. It feels like that's all you really need to do right now. And it just feels like the energy starts moving, things start flowing. I also feel two other things for you. I feel, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Archangel Kamael or Shamuel. I feel that angel very strongly with you. So you may want to look into that. And I also love the visual that, that he's giving me of the farming family, like really spending time picturing yourself planting money trees. 
Hmm. Just planting the trees, watering them and seeing the crop just start to grow. And it feels like that visual not only taps into who you are, it taps into who you came from and gives your ancestral line something they can relate to and that they can support you in the moving of this process because they can see how differently you're handling it. Does this make sense? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, making a, what was the, the name you, you mentioned Archangel who? Kamael. It's Kamael or Shamuel. Samuel. I put them in the chat. Yeah. Alara's oh, got it covered. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's the same angel. Just, it depends on where you look. The name might be different. Gotcha. Okay. Maybe he's been trying to communicate to me for a long time and is frustrated with me. <laughs> no, angels don't get frustrated. What they do is they get more joy filled the more that you can receive their messages. So it's just like they're always waiting, like they're on the edge of their seat waiting. And then when you finally get it, they just they just explode. They're like, yes. And like there's confetti and all the things. Right. <laughs> That was so beautiful. And, you know, my my whole family um, are also farmers or some are still some were. And so it's like um, my uh, my uncles and my uh, my grandfather used to have like ma uh, mango orchards. Right. So sugarcane plantations, mango orchards and all that stuff. And so it's like, oh, planting money trees. That sounds like fun. It's like, oh, I should do that too. <laughs> yeah. I come from a line of farmers also. So I love that. <laughs> Okay. Well, awesome. thank you. Thank you, Devin. Good, good luck with that. Play with it and just be open to receiving as well, right? Yeah, play, uh, Devin. You need to play. It's like it's all over your face, just the play and the joy. <laughs> That's what I'm looking forward to getting back to. So glad you could see it. Good. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Um, all right. So, wow, that was so much fun, so many wonderful questions, so many wonderful answers, so much wonderful wisdom. <laughs> and like I said, I really like that planting the money trees because uh, I've always been partial to the mango trees and um, the orchards that we used to have and mm. stuff. And so, so peaceful, so, so, so peaceful, just that whole energy of sitting with my grandfather under the mango mm. trees. It's like, uh, yeah. Ah, all right. So, um, we still have lots of people with their hands raised. We have questions in the chat. I think we've talked about a lot of the that we wanted to, but um, <laughs> sure. you know how it goes. We go where we need to. <laughs> we go where we need to. We go where you know we're called to. But I just want to take a few minutes and talk about the package, and then I'm going to come back and just address one or two things that we haven't discussed yet, and we'll see if we have time for some more questions. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. All right. So <clears throat> I am going to share my screen. So you should be able to see my screen now. Yeah. So um, Teresa has a wonderful, wonderful package with uh, three pieces, three parts to it. Embracing your gifts, meditation package, working with the angels, a pre-recorded course, connecting with the mostly unseen realms, pre-recorded course. So Ooh, there's a lot in here and it's uh it's such a fabulous um way for people to not only start to work with their gifts but also to um strengthen their gifts and work with more of the angels and guides and the unseen realms 
So it's, let's go ahead. Go ahead. Did you want me to say something? <laughs> I was just going to say, can you talk a little bit about yeah. each of the parts? Beautiful. So, so the first, the meditation package is really um, three different meditations that you can use over and over again to heal through and, and go into the next level of who you truly are and, and aligning the energy with the life of your dreams. Even if you don't know exactly what that looks like, if you do know, for example, I want more support in my life. Okay. Well, let's get you that. Do the, the energetic realignment for that. Go to your work pyramid, heal your, heal your obstacles. So these three meditations are packaged together specifically so that you can move through anything that's blocking you from embracing your gifts. So I'm so excited for this. Um, and then the working with the angels course is uh, a three-part course pre-recorded and it's all about working with your angels specifically, um, for healing, for receiving messages and guidance, and just for moving into who you are now. And so you'll be able to move through all of that, learn who they are, learn how they show up and connect with them. And also, like we talked about today, learn, okay, what is hearing? What is seeing? How does that show up in my life? If that's something you've never experienced before. So whether you're new to angels or you've been working with them for a while, this can definitely open up more communication for you working through this course. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and then connecting with the mostly unseen realms. This is one of my favorite things that I've ever done. It is, so you're connecting with the dragons, the angels, the fairies and gnomes, and oh my gosh, why did I forget the fourth one? The unicorns. The unicorns, duh. And, and this is the unicorns and the fairies are notorious for sort of like avoiding humanity <laughs> the way we have been in the past, certain realms of fairies, especially. And they're so willing to work with us now, especially those of us who are in communities like this, who are showing up, who are doing the work, who are wanting what's best for the world and the universal energy. So they are willing to work with us and show themselves to us and be there for and with us. And so this series will help you to start recognizing them, communicating with them more effectively and inviting that communication into your life on a daily basis, if you would like. And each of these classes also has a meditative process where you will go into meditation and meet an angel or the dragons or the fairies or the unicorns that are there to work with you at any point in time. So if you're doing this now, and then you're doing it a year from now, you might meet different beings, but they're the ones who are right for you to work with your energy at the time. It's an amazing course. It's super fun. And it connects you in amazing ways. I've had so many people come back to me and tell me, the incredible experiences they've had with their unseen helpers or previously unseen helpers that now are there for them. Beautiful. I love it. And so powerful. And it's like, again, right now, sometimes we have that feeling that, you know, we're not getting the messages. It's not yeah. clear. We're not feeling connected. So these three pieces in this package will help you, will support you. Um, and the package is $97 and there's a payment plan available. And of course, if you're an inner circle member, please do take advantage of your gift code. And this, um, yeah, it's going to be, a fun, it's, it's fun. It's not heavy. I would say I didn't feel heavy to me. It sounds like fun, exciting, new, and also strengthening, right? So it's going to yeah. support you in wherever you're at. You know, and, and the idea behind my work is that I know for a fact that if things aren't 
they have to be serious. Like I have to know that I'm going somewhere and they also have to be fun or I'm just not going to do it. So <laughs> that's what I love about working with the angels and the work that I put out is it, it rides the line between, Hey, this is really enjoyable and really fun. And I'm having a good time and I'm getting some serious hardcore work done. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Thank you. Um, all right. So, oh my goodness, I'm still sweating from the, uh, <laughs> from that process that we did. I got to tell you that this whole day I have been sweating because the energy was coming in from the time I woke up this morning. I was like, how many hours left? I'm so tired of sweating. (laughs) (laughs) I I hear you. There was a question in the chat from Lori. I think it was Lori. And she was asking about uh, something about your Ayurvedic course or program or your work. Um, Trying to find it just to see if you could share a little bit about that as well. What was it? Yeah, Lori. No, not Lori. Oh, here it is. Oh, no. Somebody, somebody asked a question. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was Lori. You said, Teresa, can you talk about the uh, the Ayurvedic work that you do? Great. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it looks at a whole bunch of different ways, but basically Ayurveda is one of the things that helped me to heal myself at a very deep level. Um, so what Ayurveda is, is it's an ancient science of healing that's over 5,000 years old, and it comes from India. And it is one of the most powerful things that I have ever experienced because it helps us to embrace who we are on the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual levels and heal all of those at the exact same time. And that's why it's so powerful in, in my opinion and in my experience. And so my Ayurveda is woven through every single thing that I did. So I just showed you the Hari Om. That's that's Ayurveda. That's let's move some physical energy. Let's move some energetic stuff through this pranayama. Um, I also do see clients one-on-one for, for Ayurvedic sessions and I do, um, I run Ayurvedic cleanses. So, so when I do anything with Ayurveda, it is all encompassing for all of it. And, and everything, even if you buy the package, right, there's Ayurveda, Ayurvedic principles woven through there, even though it's not necessarily the Ayurvedic approach to connecting with your angels, it's definitely what's blocking us in our lives. How do we move that? And how do we do it at the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual levels? So I hope that answers your question. I, you know, but I found it super powerful. I healed myself in so many ways. I had when I was in my early twenties, I had an amazing inflammatory conditions. I had precancerous conditions. I had digestive issues that I couldn't deal with. You know, my, my whole body was acting like it was, you know, much, much older than it was. And like, I was a heavy smoker and did all the things that, you know, people know they shouldn't do to be healthy, but I was doing none of them. And so Western science had no answer. And energy medicine, energy work, and Ayurveda together helped me to heal all of that completely and irreversibly and, and helped me to open up other parts of myself. So I hope that answers your question. Awesome. Thank you. Um, okay. So we're going to take, uh, we're going to go to Randy. I think Randy has a question. And then Randy, you can unmute. Wow. <laughs> I guess we're not going to Randy. All right, we're going to go to Gurdjieff. 
I'm just trying to like look through the comments to the questions. Okay. Yes. Hi. Hi, Alara. Hi, Teresa. Hi. Yeah. For taking my call. And what I'm really concerned about uh, for the last few days is this total lack of energy and this intense pain in the legs. That's just like, I don't even understand where it's from, but I can barely move. It's in the knees and all uh, parts of my legs. And there's an amount of frustration that I feel. And that is, of course, related to my work that I want to put out into the world. And that seems to be going really slowly and, you know, um, uh, uh, in a very erratic fashion. And I'm quite uh, like sort of, it, it's, I want to get it out and I'm not able to. So that frustration. Can I just say something really quickly, uh, Teresa? Mm -hmm. I, I think I mentioned your show. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned at the beginning of the call that I was feeling really weird today, right? I didn't say exactly what was happening, but it was exactly that, Gurjeet, which was really strange. My 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 legs and my arms were like so weak and so heavy and I was so tired, but I couldn't sleep. And I'm like, what is, I'd never experienced that. So it's like, I don't know what this is. So I actually had something salty, you know, and some water and stuff. And then I was fine after a little while, but it was like, um, Maybe it's something up in the air. I don't know. I checked my blood pressure. My blood pressure was a little bit low. So I, I, I did check that as well. But um, it was it was strange, right? And so Karen says, me too. I have the same thing you just described. <laughs> Aronima says, I went through those symptoms. Please check your thyroid. So it might be something to, that's just up right now, but strange. I don't know. So go ahead, Teresa. I just thought I'd share that. Beautiful. So I just want to say in general, like if there's ever physical symptoms going on, I always am an advocate of get yourself checked out by your physician and find yeah. out what it's not before we just assume it's like ascension symptoms or whatever. Um, so I agree. So what I'm feeling, I'm feeling your frustration. I'm feeling your um, sort of like I should be here and I'm not like I'm feeling that I'm also feeling. I'm also feeling like there's some uncertainty about moving forward fully into that work, some hesitation. Maybe it's about how others would view you, maybe even what family members would think of you. Does any of that ring true for you? Uh, a little bit, just okay. that I might be super busy and not have time for others. That's just what comes up. Okay. That's, that's part of it. So, so you're setting this powerful intention at the new moon. Like I want this, I want this. And then what's happening is that little bit of fear. Now you see how powerful our tiny little thoughts are, right? That little bit of what if I don't have time for my family? What if I don't have time for those I love? Like that's sort of pulling you in the other direction. So it's, it's almost like you're, you're walking up the hill in a snowstorm and someone's pulling you back down the hill. And and so what I feel is to know that your priorities are going to remain your priorities, no matter what your service is in the world, because making time for those you love is important to you. So the angels, your higher self won't give you any more than you can handle. And the way you do that is you block off your schedule. Even before you have all the time spent on that work, you block off your schedule. This is time for my family. This is time for me to take a break. This is time for me to connect with my loved ones, right? So that's all blocked out on your schedule, even if there's nothing else on it. So you're putting your boundaries out to the universe. I am willing to fill in all this other time with what you need me to do, but this is important to me, right? So do you think that's possible? Good. 
The other thing that I want to say, where are you in the world? I'm here in Surrey in British Columbia, Canada. Okay. Okay. At this time of year, joint pain is can be normal because of the way the weather starts to shift. Like the air starts to dry out. We start to get more into like a, a fall vibe, even if it's still warm and humid out. What I would ask you to do is just check your protein level. Are you eating enough protein? Are you getting enough protein? And, um, you know, and just look into that as well. And do you have, um, do you have Maharayan oil at all? Or have, I haven't heard of it. Could you put it in the chat, please? Yeah. Yeah. If your knees, if your joints are hurting, that can be something good for them as well. I will, I will put that in, in a bit, but so the, that's what I'm feeling. I'm just feeling like there's conflicting energy. And then the second thing is just to check your protein level. Like, are you eating enough protein? Because, um, if you're not at this time of your joint pain, especially in the knees and the elbows and the wrists can be very common. No, there's no pain in the elbows or wrists. or good. Just the knees and the legs. Well, good that it's only there, but we want it to be gone. So just watch what you're eating. Make sure you're getting enough protein and see how that goes for you. And the hair loss is associated. I'm sort of connecting the dots. Maybe this intense hair loss is due to a pro protein deficiency. It could be. I'm, I'm going to agree with Arnima. If you haven't had your levels checked, like your blood levels, your thyroid levels, I would always just have those checked just to make sure. You know, just to know what you're not working with so that you can be sure of what you are. But pro I mean, all of these can be symptoms of protein deficiency also. Yes. And another question I had, I have someone dear to me who's had her thyroid removed. So in that case, and she's also having these symptoms of low energy and unable to get up. So I, I'm not really sure what she could do. Are you notoriously empathetic? Do you, do you feel other people's? And I have a feeling that this is what's happening currently because I'm with my mother-in-law and when I'm sitting in that same room, it's like all my energy is stuck out of me and I'm starting to develop symptoms that she has. Yeah, you need boundaries. I think I think for a lot of us today, boundaries are going to be paramount for, for what's next, right? Like we want to step more into ourselves. Um, so... So definitely set energetic boundaries, picture yourself, call upon Archangel Michael. If that resonates for you, picture yourself in a bubble of light before you go into the room with her. If you feel that that bubble is dissolving and energy is getting through it, excuse yourself, go to the restroom, put it back on. Make sure that you're taking space from where you're living and where she is also, just so that you can have time to sort of reconnect with who you are. Like a lot of times we lose ourselves in the energy of someone else. So just reconnect with who you are so you can come back to the situation more sourced as yourself. So uh, thank you so much. And I'm getting that I need to up my protein, check my thyroid and the oil that you suggested, I haven't quite got. Okay, oil. thank you. Thank you. I get that. Great. Awesome. Thank, thank you. you. Good job. And so it's so funny that so many people are experiencing, you know, what I was talking about. And it's like, oh, I thought, I mean, I was, for me, it's just one day. So I don't, I don't concern myself with something that's one day, but it's like, oh, interesting. Something must be up in the air. A hundred percent. 
And sometimes we're just tired for a day, you know, but if it's something that's ongoing, um, then it's, then it's definitely worth looking at. And we have to look at it from, is this mine? Is this somebody else's, you know, yeah. what's going on? And like I said, I like to know what it's not before I work on what it is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And of course, like, like Teresa said, and like, I always say on all the calls, if you have something physical going on, that's been going on for a while, not just one day, uh, please go get it checked, you know? talk with your doctor, get it checked just to make sure that there's nothing uh, going on. Um, so I, I just want to quickly talk about the five steps of embracing our gifts and how we can keep expanding on them. I don't think we talked about the steps per se, but I, want to, I wanted to make sure we talked about that and also your free gift, which is, you know, um, similar or around that topic. Yeah. So, so what I love about these five steps is that they, they help us to open to the next thing. So the first is, is to be willing to shine our light the way it is. Like we've, we've had fear of, we talked about fear of being depleted, people finding us and draining us even more. We've had fear of outshining, you know, we've given everything to everyone else. So we need to reconnect with who we truly are and be willing to shine our light. So that's like the first piece is just to like even a little bit more than we normally would just to shine and see what happens, right? Be willing to also take a break from life in order to, to do that. So that's step one. Then step two is to start to trust. And we've talked about this. So I think we talked about these, but not necessarily in this context. Um, trusting, trusting the messages we're giving, trusting ourselves, trusting the intuition, trusting the divine. You know, um, recently I got an invitation to an event and I asked my higher self and higher self said no. And I was like, why? And I'm arguing, right? But it ended up that something happened in my life that I wouldn't have been able to go anyway. And my higher self knew it. And I had to trust that and go with it. And, you know, like, honestly, if my higher self said no, isn't enough for you, <laughs> I shouldn't be at your event anyway. So, so just trusting. And this takes muscle building. This takes you, you build the muscles every time you trust a message, every time you trust yourself, you build a muscle and you get stronger at it. Then comes energizing, increasing your energy level, your available energy, so that you can show up in a way where you're not depleted, you're not overgiving. And we can do this in tons of ways. There's a million different ways to do this. One of my personal favorite is to like make sure that I have food prepped that's healthy and that nourishes me so that when I get hungry, I don't just eat whatever is there. I have something that will nourish me and give me energy, give me life you know, um, but you can do that. However, so energizing, reclaiming your energy, then opening to your gifts, right? This is what we're talking about today. Accepting yourself, the things that make you quirky, weird, special, the things that make other people uncomfortable about you, or that they love about you, everything that makes you uniquely you. What do you like to do? What are you incredibly good at? What don't you like? Like really accepting that and leaning into who you truly are in this lifetime with all of this very special, only created once alchemy of gifts. And then number five is presence, to be fully present in every moment, no matter what you're doing. You're scooping the cat box. You are there. You are scooping the cat box, right? You are um, you're sitting with a friend, you're sitting with a friend, not looking at your phone, not thinking about the podcast that you just listened to in the car. You're sitting there, you're present, you're listening. And then we start to do this with ourselves as well. So those are the five steps to really embracing 
who we truly are and bringing all of those things into this very moment. And when we can do that, that's when the energy opens up around us. That's when miracles can occur because there's no part of us that's in the future or the past. We are fully here and all of the alchemy, all of the miraculous connections that need to happen can happen and we can receive them and recognize them. Absolutely. I love that. Beautiful. Thank you. And of course, check out Teresa's free gift, which is on the gifts page. Okay. So please do that as well. Um, So just a few more quick questions. I know Sue has a question. Karen has a question. And I think Melissa has a question. So, um, Sue, how are you doing? <laughs> I love Sue's energy. There you go. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Good. We can hear you. Nice see meeting you. you or talking to you. Hi. I love that you have your tech support team there with you. <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, do you see him? <laughs> he's Take my. I'm site challenged right now. Alora's all aware of that. So he's kind of my support group, my guide, everything mm. right now. So I'm blessed nice. to have him. Nice. Absolutely. So what's your question today, Sue? Okay. My question is, I know I have a certain angel around me right now who's leading me towards the physical health aspect now. I've been doing all the energy work, but now I'm guided to a homeopathic doctor to take care of the physical realm right now. I know Raphael has been around, but there's another angel, which I know he's here, but I can't detect who he is. There's somebody guiding me and pushing me the right way. Do you feel the energy is a masculine energy? Yes. Interesting. Interesting, because I'm feeling Archangel Faith very strongly around you. Um, And I'm just kind of feeling into. Okay. So I'm feeling Archangel Faith very strongly around you. I'm also feeling two guardian angels around you very strongly. And what she's, what Faith is showing me is that she's being very direct in the way she's communicating with you because she feels like what's needed at this time is like, you do A, let's do A right now. Okay, then we can take care of B and let's take care of B right now. So, so it feels like a very masculine way she's communicating, but I do feel the two guardian angels as more masculine energies. So maybe one of those is, is the one that's stepping forward for you personally, but I feel Raphael, literally Raphael walking with you with his hands on your shoulders constantly faith walking with you and the two, the two guardian angels walking one at each side. So you are completely surrounded by angels with every step that you take all of the time. So, um, one, one of the guardian angels, I don't know the name I'm feeling a CH in the beginning. And the other one is, is very energetically supportive, but very quiet. So I'm not getting anything um, from that one. But if you do ask, they will, they will give you more. Okay. And I've also last night, maybe that's who I saw then. I had seen an angel last night, they actually woke me up at one o'clock in the morning, so they could be seen. And they were like floating by. And they had communication with me, but I couldn't tell who it was that might have been her. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, could, was it a certain color? Yes. No way. <laughs> she, whoever it was, was like a beautiful 
almost like a beige and like a gold and like a cream. And they were just like floating by, but they said they had to wake me up to talk to me. And she had said, I'm on the right path for physical, but she never identified or whoever, who it was. And they said, you can go back to sleep now. And I, I went back to sleep. Nice. <laughs> you follow direction. <laughs> what a, a blessing, Sue. Eh, okay. No. No. <laughs> Sometimes I don't listen that well. Boy, they let me know when they want me to do something. <laughs> yeah. But still, what, what a gift and blessing that was for you to, yeah, to have that communication and that communication. It's been happening a lot more recently. And they've just been, I've actually had some of the star beings coming too to me. And um, like Isis, Hmm. she came the other day, but they come and go. Like, I guess they feel when they want me to see them, I see them. Other than that, they don't say too much to me. Yeah. Hmm. But I consider it a blessing now that they're around this time, especially they're my, aside from my husband and you guys, they're my support group right now. They're just, just holding me together. Hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. You're fully supported Sue. I know. You, and that's why I always watch this show because you have on beautiful people and you've always been supportive. And even the people that are on the show with you are always there for me. And I really appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. I'm sending you such a big hug. Oh my gosh. Oh. Such a big hug. And you are very, thank you for your blessings you have given me today. I really appreciate it because it's been a kind of challenging couple of days. Yeah. Oh, I think hugs. it's the energies. I'm really feeling the the energy's outside and it's just like chaos and it's like okay let's change the dial <laughs> yeah exactly but thank you both of you for all your support and love it's really appreciated mm, so thank much you, love to you. and blessings and great health to both of you also mm. and whoever else is on this call thank you for support too oh thank, thank you. you sue so so kind and for your we husband as well that. thank you thank you I very much for making my call Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. All right. We're going to go to Karen and then we're going to have to wrap up in a few minutes. Um, so Karen, if you're there, you want to unmute yourself if you can. Karen. <laughs> Hello. Hi. What's your I, question, Karen? I, I hope this isn't too repetitive, but I also have the same symptoms this mm. week of extreme pain in my knees, my legs, and um, exa- completely complete exhaustion, and I, I don't know if it's um, I have reverse cr- um, polarity, chronic mm-hmm. reverse polarity from going out too much, and um, I don't, and I'm right now in an area where there's a lot of um, discarnate spirits from uh, Portal, um, in New York. So there's a lot of them here. And so I don't know if it's that or something new. Okay. So one of the things that's different about what I see for you, are you able to lay on the floor with your legs up the wall? Against the wall? Yeah. So you would, in essence, look like an L, your legs would be up the wall and your body would be on the floor. I guess so. Yeah. Okay. So if you are able to do that, um, I would try doing that for maybe start with three minutes and see if you can get to three minutes. If it hurts or if something's not comfortable, please 
let yourself get out of it. Okay. That feels they're showing me that for you. And then the other thing I would ask is, um, the same kind of things I just asked, uh, about protein. Are you getting enough protein? Is it quality protein? Um, I would also recommend if, if the Maharayan oil is probably, if you're in New York, you could probably get it somewhere, um, or you can order it online, but those things you can, you can rub, um, actually you could rub any oil. Like if you have olive oil, you could rub it on your knees as well. Just like really taking the time to give yourself some, some love and energy. Uh, just for you, it's interesting. Is there something, is there something that you're feeling called to move into that you're reluctant? Are you feeling a call to something that you're reluctant to answer? No. Maybe a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. You know what? So when you're laying in your L position with your legs up the wall, what I would do is talk to my knees, just like we're talking. Okay. Knees. Okay. Legs. Thank you so much for giving me this wonderful message. I got you loud and clear. What exactly are you trying to tell me? Right. So now you're taking care of your knees. You're doing all of the things to make sure. And you're also saying, let me have the message so that we can stop hurting, <laughs> right? Let me incorporate the message because I do feel like there's like a little shift in your life that is, is coming and that there might be reluctance. Like there's energetically, you're feeling it before it's presenting itself to you. And you're like, I don't know if I want to do that. So, so just let them show you what's up. And if there's any energy for you to clear. Um, but other than that, I would check on those few things and, it, it doesn't feel like it lasts very long, but, but just kind of examine those things in your life. And obviously there's an energetic here that we're all feeling collectively as well. So, um, you know, always, so let's, I'm let's all know that we're all about, rubbing our knees together. <laughs> oh, I'm always worried about attachments in this area because this whole area was built on, um, a cemetery, like three of them that, go back to, I guess, uh, 1500s. And people that live here don't know that. I just found out a few years ago, you know, so I always feel maybe it's attachments. I'm just feeling the energy. Maybe it's the um, new moon, but this is, you know, unusually painful. Yeah, yeah. Definitely check the, it's so weird. I just keep seeing the protein, like definitely check the protein. Also, it's, it's really? one of the weird protein deficiency situations that you would never know it's a symptom is, is especially knee pain, like joint pain. So, you know, I don't, you might be fine with that and it might just be totally energetic, but it's definitely worth taking a look at. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Karen. All right, wonderful. Lots of wonderful information today. Lots of these wonderful, quick little processes that we can all do if they feel right to us. I'm definitely going to do the Hariyom one um, for sure. It's one of my favorite things. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And I never heard of the Mahanarayan oil, so I will look that up. But uh, any oil will do. If uh... And then uh, Not necessarily. It depends on who you are. This is definitely one for, for joint pain. Um, but for Karen, the olive oil could work as well. So I would just, I wouldn't say any oil could do, cause it, it could exacerbate if you're using the wrong one. Ah, good. Well, yeah. thank you for <laughs> clarifying that. So yeah, so do your research and, um, but 
but I'm going to look up the Mahanarayan oil. That that oil would be okay mm -hmm. for pain in the joints or just leg pain or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's you can actually probably if you go to my website, you can link to Banyan and they have it and it's good quality. So I'm always, you know, it's uh, Banyan Botanicals and there's on the bottom of my homepage, there's a link. You can go right to them from there. Right. Awesome. Um, any Indian grocery stores? Yeah, and the Indian grocery stores will have it. Yeah, I live in a small village of seventy-five people. There's no store. <laughs> There's nothing. Um, and I can always wait till I get home to Canada. So because uh, you know, there's all sorts of Indian stores there. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I know somebody asked a question in the chat. Please, can I have an answer about my question? I don't know what your question is or where it is now. It's like way up there somewhere. Um, if it's a simple, easy, quick question, great. If not then we will have to do it some other time because we are running out of time. Yeah, I, I don't know where it is. Uh, sorry, still scrolling, still scrolling. Nope. Ah, uh, that's, that's, that's that. I found the question, but it's like, um, she gets money problems. It's a bigger question than just one second. Uh, she's wanting to do business. I'm just, yeah, it's a bit long for at the end of the call, unfortunately. Um, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do that some other time, Sunita. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, so because yeah, we are running low on time, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, I'm like, I'm starting to sweat now. <laughs> uh, so, any last words of wisdom for us, Teresa? I mean, this was so interesting, so much wisdom, and like you know, all of our gifts that we have and that we are leaning into are what the collective needs right now is what the people around us need right now. So part of it is about us getting out of our own way and allowing ourselves to shine, right? Sexual yeah, I mean, is that my gift? That's the question. Well, <laughs> all of our gifts are on the other side of fear, right? Like yeah. that's, that's all. And you were created perfectly suited to the work you're here to do and what the world needs and what you need to do for the world. So everything is in this amazing package. That's you just get the support you need to bring it out. If you need support or just fearlessly go in there and be who you are, because you are beautiful. You are light and you are love. And trust, right? Trust the guidance that you're receiving. Trust your connection with the divine, with your angels, with your team, with your higher self. Trust and move into whatever it is that brings you joy, right? If we keep doubting ourselves, we're never going to do anything, right? But if you start to trust and have confidence in yourself, in your abilities, in your connection with the divine, with source, absolutely. Um, but yes, if you need extra support in connecting and finding different ways to connect with your guides, angels, and team, Definitely, you can work with um, Teresa's package. There's some wonderful meditations and courses there to help you. So good. Even like strengthening the clarity even, right, on, on your gift or on the way that you connect, right? 100%. Yeah. So definitely, Sunita, if, you know, you might want to look at that, that, that package for yourself if you're having um, that, those types of questions about, is this my gift? You know, so... Uh, of course, people will, will 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 do everything for free. That's not that's not the point, <laughs> right? So doing something for free and then doing something for paid does not um, qualify whether that's your gift or not. Your gift is your gift, whether you get paid for it or or you don't, right? So it is about trusting that 
this is this is what I feel strongly about. I'm feeling called to do this. My guides and my angels and my team are supporting me and trust, right? And, the, and like Teresa said at the beginning, when you're in alignment with your with your guides, your your angels, your gift, your connection, then the, those right clients, those right people will find you, right? But you know, don't wait. Just start doing whatever you can. And um, yeah, I mean, but that's again, that, that's a whole other big topic <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about. Well, but, do a whole other call on that. Exactly, that's a whole other call. Absolutely. So, um, but yeah, play with it, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, we all have to, at some point, trust ourselves and say, yes, this is, this is what I'm doing because I'm being called, because I'm being guided by my angels, my team, et cetera, my higher self. And I'm just going to start sharing. I'm going to start shining my light. And that's what Tracy was talking about at the very beginning. Shine your light. This is the time. It's always been the time, but really, truly, we need to get out of our own way and get beyond the fear, like Teresa said, right? So once you get on the other side of fear, so much more opens up for you, right? So you will have much more clarity, many, much more, many more answers, etc. So yeah, <laughs> everything Teresa said and plus everything I just said as well. It's like, ah, <laughs> so much is coming through that uh, I, you know, I could definitely talk about that forever, but uh, trust yourself, right? And uh, thank you, Teresa, so much. You're you know, I always say this about your connection with your angels is so spot on and um, you trust the information, the guidance that you receive and you share it as you're receiving it without, you know, filtering it or like, you know, too much kind of thing, but just sharing it. Right. And that's what we all have to do with our connection as well. Trust the guidance, trust the connection and be in faith. Right. So thank you everyone thank for all you. your questions i know i missed some but thank you anybody for everybody for all your questions your feedback in the chat and everything and thank you Teresa. it's always so much fun i always love having you on the show and yeah definitely enjoy the summer enjoy your break because we all need to replenish ourselves so that we can shine more even yes. bigger and brighter right absolutely thank you so much for having me Thank you. And thank you so much, everyone. Until next time, may continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you.